Oh yeah, baby. Thursday, August 8th. Let's go. It's Backdoor Cover. It's Micah. It's Brad. What's up? Happy Thursday. You're doing a nice job on the mixing there. Thank you. A special Thursday episode. Nobody's doing that but us. You're like a chemist. Thank you. A digital audio chemist. That means the world to me. Hey, you know what else world means the world to me, Brad? Tell me. Backdoor Cover. Ho. And our patrons. Check us out at patreon.com slash backdoor. We're going to be bringing you all sorts of bonus coverage. And for those of you who don't want to contribute, and uh, we don't begrudge you, we're going to continue to bring you the best content that we possibly can. We are really going to start pushing this thing in September. So if you're interested in supporting us for the years of content, uh, throw us a few bucks and get some bonus coverage. We're going to be giving an extra episode each week, the return of the Power Plant Picks. Ba-ba-ba-bam! One more time. That's right. Lots of good stuff coming, plus gambling odds, extra content, video stuff, everything you want. Patreon.com slash backdoor. I'm done shilling. This is a commercial-free episode. Nobody's ever done that before. Brad and I are here mostly to talk about the premiere of Hard Knocks, which came out Tuesday. I know we're a day late, but we still wanted to talk about it. Brad and I just watched this uh, while sitting on the the bed of his bedroom because we can't get the HBO to work in the main room. Uh, it was romantic, and it felt right. felt and like it just, the good old days at the frat house. It just feels good to have football back, you know? Indeed. And this is this is the beginning of it. When you announced that we watched Hard Knocks or that we were going to talk about it, you did it kind of dramatically. I thought you were going to have like a sound effect or something. No, I really should have. I really should dial up. The 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 best part about Hard Knocks is the music. Too. The production da, quality. Da, yeah, da, all the slow-mo. Da, 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 da. You think they da, got that? Yeah. NFL. I'm on freesound.org. Let's NFL see what they Films got. is the best. Oh, I'll just steal it. Who cares? Uh, anyway, Hard Knocks was last night. Do you want to walk through uh, the episode? We could also talk about some other NFL news. Why don't we do that, and then we'll get to the Hard Knocks and, yeah. and end with that. That works for me. Uh, here's a headline. Adam Gase doesn't sleep a lot. Does that surprise you? Adam Gase, now the head coach of the Jets, the guy with the crazy eyes. I feel like this is a recurring theme, because we talked about this a couple of times last year, right when he first got the Jets job, if I remember correctly. Well, tell me more. What? What? How do you know that he doesn't sleep well? Uh, there's an article in, I think it's The Athletic, uh, that he said that he lived across the street from his offensive coordinator and uh, he'd be jostled awake at midnight because Adam would be at the door. He would never stop texting his guys post-midnight. You'd wake up with these 4 a.m. texts from him on a regular basis. He drinks five or six 20-ounce cups of Keurig coffee every day. Okay. Which sounds like a lot, which is just like on his desk. Maybe a Red Bull or two here or there. He has the energy like a power plant. Let me just say this. That's not true. I'm the only man with the energy of the power plant. Let's get one thing straight. The power plant. It sounds like his insomnia is self-inflicted. Yeah, no, it doesn't wane in the wee hours. It's told there's no window in his office to make him aware of the black of the night or the first light of the day. There's nothing more annoying than getting coworker texts at after 8 p.m. before no doubt. 7 a.m. According to his wife, he gets home at 2 a.m. and goes back to the office at 6 a.m. And he's working that whole time, you think, huh? That's what he says. When she travels with him to road games, she gets a separate room because he's up all night watching tape. His teeth going to fall out. Even the birth of his children were considered an inconvenience to Adam Gase. So he's a dickhead. 
Ja. Ja. Was is that the whole article? He had no his his daughter or his he his wife had a boy at 10 a.m. and he still showed up for a meeting with Peyton Manning at 2 p.m. Well, were they talking about Buicks? Like, what was the meeting about? No, that? this is back when he was the offense coordinator in Denver. Oh. He said, you've got to be kidding me. Didn't your wife have a baby two hours ago? Gay said, yeah, but do you really think I was going to let you, let you win with this one? So, how about that? Hmm. He's a psycho, basically. That's that's where we are on that. Uh, he also apparently ate pepperoni pizza every night when he was the coach of the, of the Dolphins. He must look really weird. Like, funny shapes... Very pale, never goes outside, doesn't sleep, big baggy eyes, eats tons of carbs. Just a lot of water weight involved in this guy's life. There's a quote from uh, Kirk Cousins about his uh, moving on to Vikings news. He has uh, a new center who's a rookie. Would you like me to read this quote? Yes, please. Well, I'm going to take it back to how much he sweats again. As a certified sweat boy myself, that's being me, Micah. I appreciate this. I'm going to take it back to how much he sweats again. He promises that it's not a problem in games, and it remains to be seen because his shorts today were soaked. And uh, he's got a bit of a problem on game day, so the moment of truth Friday night. But apparently, you know, when they keep those domes air-conditioned, you get a little break on the bench and you sit with the cooling fans. I'm really hoping that helps. So that's a big thing I'm going to take away from Friday night is how tough it was to grip the ball after he snaps it to me. If uh, it's tough, we might be in a pistol or shotgun all year. To which uh, Gary Kubiak and Kevin Stefanski said they went like very much. I guess those are some of the coaches there uh, with Minnesota. How about that? He needs some of that Manscaped ball deodorant. Yeah, he, he should really get some use crop that. protector. Just get his. Uh... He should go to manscaped.com and use promo code backdoor to save twenty percent with free shipping at manscaped.com. That would be a shitty deal for it your, is ball deodorant. It's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to go big sweaty nuts. I think it's called the grundle between the butt and the balls. Lather it up. Well, buddy. it's really the it's really the balls. The taint. Yeah, the taint as it's known. Hey, uh, let's talk about some basketball. I uh, the team USA is is preparing for the FIBA World Cup, mm-hmm. and apparently Carmelo was like, "Hey, I want to be on the team." And they're like, "Nah, <laughs> nah." That's three the time, only good instance. Three-time Olympic gold medalist Carmelo Anthony expressed interest in playing for USA Basketball during the World Cup, but uh, USA Managing Director Jerry Colangelo told SI, but he was told the team was moving forward with a new group. They always talk about how uh, Olympics mellow was the best type of mellow, the best kind of mellow. I guess even now, he does, he's not even welcome. Yeah, even the Olympic mellow isn't, isn't available. Car- you know how, do you know how old Carmelo is? 34. 35. 35. He's my age. Yeah. He played 10 games with the with the Rockets and was basically dismissed from the team. Traded to Chicago and did not play. I heard a couple of quotes from him talking about how he's not he should be on a team because he's better than the 10th and 11th and 12th man on certain rosters. But I just don't think he gets it. Like, if you can't play as the 10th or 12th man, like, if you have to be the focal point yeah, and, and the star of the team, then you can't you can't be on that that's team. That's right. Yeah. And rookie minimum, uh, you know, Veteran minimum right. is more than the tenth guy on the team normally makes. But I mean, if he could st- set screens and rebound and hustle and not just jack mid-range inefficient jump shots, then he might have a spot. But he won't do it. Let's talk college college football. We're, we're just bouncing around today. This is fun. Yeah, hodgepodge. Clemson coach and douchebag Dabo Sweeney. He is such a douche. I hate him. He says that Kelly Bryant, quarterback uh, now at Missouri, who started the first four games for Clemson last year. 
didn't get a national championship ring because and he will was not. no longer part of the team. Right. Quote, he wasn't on the team. You got to be on the team to win a ring. I love Kelly and I appreciate what he did for us, but we just, he decided to move on. There's a couple of quotes in there where he's just taking low blows at him about how he doesn't compete and blah, blah, blah. He didn't say he doesn't compete. He was like, he could have stuck around and not transferred and competed. And it's just like, stop being such a little bitch, man. He played four games for He was you. 16 and two as a starter at Clemson. Yes. Dabo, you little bitch. Hey, it's all right. I mean, but the Kelly Bryant's going to win a championship this year at the University of Missouri. Oh. Assuming we can play in the postseason, which is yet Currently to be decided. Currently not happening. Hey, there's more uh, Auburn football news. Or, yeah, Auburn football news. The NCAA Rule and Regulation uh, Committee has come down on Auburn because uh, on October 17, 2018, confetti was utilized by institutional staff during a photo shoot that took place during a prospective student-athlete official visit. Is that inadmissible? Yep. Is that the right word, even? I think that is the right word. So no confetti. So you're on, not on allowed to use official. confetti when you have uh, when you have recruiting trips. It's too close to the glitter that's on the strippers that they go see afterwards. That's most likely true. Yeah. Um. Oh, the Raiders uploaded the entire f- first episode of Hard Knocks. I did not know that. So if you're interested in watching Hard Knocks, you can watch the whole thing. We're, we're was about that to get a mistake? It. What happened? I, I normally the NFL doesn't let anyone upload anything, so I'm surprised they let them do that. Well, I, I'm su- just surprised that HBO would let them do that because and HBO the, the whole provider. thing is very confusing. Uh, all right, let's go back to NFL, and we'll we'll get to the we'll get to Hard Knocks in a minute, and we'll get to some picks after that. Uh, for some tonight's NFL game, news, you mean? Yeah, for tonight's games, there as we mentioned, there's 11 preseason games tonight. Duke Johnson, Browns running back, has been traded to the Texans for a 2020 undisclosed draft pick. Does that mean anything to you, Brad? It does not. Johnson was a third-round pick in 2015. He appeared in 64 games for the Browns and tallied 1,286 rushing yards. He's a good receiving back, I believe. Yes, 2,170 receiving yards on 232 catches, 13 touchdowns. He was a guy who uh, I think I've had on my fantasy team ever since he's been in the league, and he's never done anything. He's always on the waivers, just on the verge of being good, but not quite. He'll have one or two good games. He'll catch like 12 balls at one game. That's right. That's exactly. Duke Johnson is the the guy. He'll he'll catch 12 balls, and then you'll pick him up off the waiver wire, and he won't do anything for four games. He'll he'll cut him, and then somebody will pick him up who has all of his running backs on by, and he'll catch 14 passes and a touchdown and break your fucking heart. There you have it. Yeah. That's uh, that's the story on Duke Johnson. Now a now a Texan. Hey, let's uh, let's talk about hard knocks though. Before we get to tonight's games, Brad and I are going to pick a few uh, in a very non-serious manner. So if you're looking for serious gambling picks, this is not the place to be because we are not studying. If you're looking football. for serious gambling picks, you have a fucking problem. I've always heard that there are a lot of gambling pros that make more money in the NFL preseason than any other time. Because they know whose second string's better than twos or it's what? That, like, what is that you based can on? Read, if you really take the time to study, uh, if you're reading everything in the newspaper clippings for these it's teams. It's clear who's trying harder? Yeah, you can get a sense of who's which starters are going to play longer, who... Because it's you always know, like Tampa healthy, Bay goes undefeated and who's shit. Who's going full speed. I, like, the Patriots lose every... They don't win a... The year they went 18-0 and or 18-1 and when they lost the Super Bowl, they went 0-4 in the preseason. I think they go 0-4 in the preseason every Well, they every couldn't year. let Tom even touch the ball in one of those games. Oh, Tom doesn't play. Yeah. And that would be the end of the Patriots, really. If he's out, then they're fucked. You'd think so. All right, let's talk about hard knocks. Uh, we start last night, our Tuesday's episode, with 
a Gruden speech about the old days, including a clip that we posted on Backdoor Cover yesterday on Backdoor Cover podcast on Instagram, where uh, Gruden talks about, you know, we're, we're in the National Football League now. This isn't the Gator Bowl. This isn't the Peach Bowl. This isn't the Blue Bonnet Bowl. Did you know that there was a Blue Bonnet Bowl, Brad? No. Well, there was, and it hasn't been played since 1987. Wow. So very topical. Do you know where it was played? It, it must have Houston. been in Texas, yeah. yeah. Very topical reference by John Gruden. The Blue Bonnet Bowl. Now it's the Texas Bowl. I mean, it's not the same ball game. It's just John Gruden is just a clown. Well, the bowl game that's in Houston, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a bad one for us. Missouri's been beat there twice. I've been at both of them. They've been painful. We were uh, on the field for one. Yeah. So then we get a shot of Antonio Brown doing workouts, trying to avoid his feet with his personal trainer. You do you it? know what's wrong with his feet? Yeah. What did he do? He, oh, you, you didn't know this? No. I mean, I, I knew I didn't it, talk but about I didn't... it because it's a story from, from Tuesday now, but uh, he, he spent, he didn't wear proper footwear in a, uh, cryo uh, cryo chamber. Okay, so they're in like France, and so he has basically uh, they. It's like frostbite of his feet. Oh, have God. you seen the photo? The photo's all fucked up. His feet. No. Google AB's feet. You know, it, it's scary to see. I'm sure this is no big deal though. But he his feet have been bad. You see his personal trainer like talk him down a couple times. Like, hey, you're going too fast. You got to slow down. It just looks like they're all calloused. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. Uh, his kids, the, then we go to Davey's, AB's house. His kids are sliding down a dope slide. That slide looked awesome. Yeah, the big water slide. Into his pool. Yeah, that was, it was like three stories high. It was crazy. Inflatable, but really dope. And then AB comes out and does, in typical AB fashion, like makes a couple of poetic statements that end up with AB as the end of the, well, the we'll line get, or Yeah, we got a couple more of those. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr, we then see Derek Carr with his pretty hot blonde wife. Uh, with a two-month-old child and some other kids, I, I noticed that he has a much smaller, less dope pool than the one that Antonio Brown had. Uh, although, Not for lack of money. Yeah, yeah. looked like a much smaller yard and a much smaller pool. Uh, then we get Antonio Brown getting in a hot air balloon, which is just ignorant, uh, arriving to camp where he says, this is the first one where he says, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. And then he, you know, clarifies for the white guy in the yeah plane. for the guys who didn't quite catch yeah. on a b not like a b a b and we're like yeah we, yeah anyway uh we somebody says we want to win we want to win now Derek carr comes out all greased up and there's some friendly banter this was this was one of my favorite scenes okay he had big guns i mean he's got like his he's his big sleeveless jersey and it, yeah his uh his his arms look good Gotta he's give, all greased up yeah, he claims it's sunscreen. Everybody else claims it was baby oil. Which yeah, the was guy funny. who was catching passes for him was like, "Dude, did you just did you just yeah, put just baby oil all over yourself?" those guys up, and then he did say something about like, "If you uh, if you just worked your your uh, tries your tries the way I do, you you might grease them up too." It's funny. This is good. This is some good friendly banter, I'd say. Well, then we meet Ronald Ollie from Last Chance You. I've never watched this show. I hadn't either. Uh, Apparently, this is a guy who, this is a Netflix show. People know what Last Chance You is. Uh, this guy, we meet him, and it seems like, oh, they're going to make him be a fan favorite. Apparently, he was a fan favorite on Last Chance You. He's got great personality. He He's got a good laugh. He featured pretty prominently in this episode for a short while. Yeah. Uh, they show him uh, rocking a polo bear hoodie, which I always enjoy. Haven't seen one of those in a long time. 
Agreed. Uh, anyway, you kind of meet him. He seems very likable. You're, you're rooting for him. Uh, then, then we see the two rookie first rounders who go horseback riding. And these dudes, th- this is one of the highlights. These dudes were excellent. Uh, I don't know who the defensive end was, the guy from Clemson. It's Clellan Farrell and uh, Jonathan Abrams. The Jonathan, two Abrams. Riders. Jonathan Abrams, the uh, breakout star of this show so far. Oh, I, I was about to say, in what capacity? But yeah, he was he was good on the show. Yeah, these dudes are just kind of cute. They're riding together. They're, they're high-fiving. They're holding hands. Uh, they're riding horses. It was, it was very funny. So Farrell went to Clemson, as Micah said, and then Jonathan Abrams was a Mississippi State uh, he was a first round pick 2019 and he's a star yeah and he's going to be a star he's a big hitting so they show they back. show these dudes riding horses they have the the great hbo montage or not hbo i guess this is nfl films program but they're riding around with the the montage of old town road which is always funny and then we see abrams out on the field and he is just fucking reckless like looking to hit everybody and n- no make and it, just he's like Russell, right. he's like Russell Westbrook, like in live game action, and people are wearing shorts and stuff, and they're like, D- "Get the fuck off me!" Yeah, Gruden, Gruden. So he's hammering people, and they're they're not even in shells; they're just in t-shirts. And uh, Gruden says, "Like you got to stop doing this. No fucking excuses." So Abrams is basically going full speed, knocking knocking into dudes that are trying to block him, and just just being reckless. Gruden comes over and says, no fucking excuse to stop this. And he just totally fucks with Gruden. It was it was an amazing thing. Like, I expected I, him to back down for sure. I, I thought there would be like, okay, yes, sir, yeah. Especially from a rookie coming from Mississippi State. like, Oh, there's no yes, sirs coming out of Jonathan no. Abrams. None. Like, he's like, you can't cut me. Like, he's just straight up dogging him. He's like, yeah, but wait till tomorrow. Can I go full speed tomorrow? And Gruden's like, you got to stop this. Like, nah. No, I'm I'm good, coach. He's like, is he's it just my like fault if I him? just touch this guy and he falls over? No. Yeah, if if I hit him straight up and he falls over, is that my fault? What do you want me to do? Hold him up? It was like that. That is, I I love it. That's that's a level of cockiness I was not expecting. That's why Jonathan Abrams. Yeah, that's is a player my, I'd want. Honestly, he's my MVP of this uh, of this show so far. So then we get uh, another. We get a scene of Ollie the the rookie uh, undrafted rookie from last chance you and he he's going through walking going through some walkthroughs and then he tells the trainer like hey i i can't do this my achilles is hurt he says he can't go yeah yeah and the, and the guy's like all right so he stands there and you see the trainer talk to to gruden you hear gruden go oh what the hell or something and then the next thing you hear is go gruden says let's get some of these fucking guys out of here and get some guys who can play and literally the next shot is the trainer holding the 63 jersey that Ollie was wearing and just walking through the or the equipment manager or somebody just walking that jersey and like throwing in the corner. I didn't see that coming, did you? Because like I thought they were kind of developing his character and persona like because he was going to be a focal point of the episode and it was like two minutes in. Yeah. That's, that's the best thing about this show is that like these dudes, that's, it's sort of the best and the worst thing. Is that it's somewhat scripted, but there's really yeah, you like couldn't have predicted NFL that. films has no say into what the what the coaches the Raiders are actually going to do. Right. They've been following this guy for, around for you know I don't know a week or whatever. He was going to be a big storyline to see if he could make the team, whatever. And then they just cut his ass, and they don't even show him. That was the best part. Is they just showed the jersey and threw it on the ground. Yeah, it was brilliant. Good television. Uh, Abrams again is is the best person on this show. He's talking. Uh, Derek Carr takes the rookies to dinner 
And uh, was that Abrams who was being so ignorant? Yes. About salmon? Yes. And Abrams was just talking the most shit to Derek Carr, like saying right across from him, talking about salmon versus salmon. So just real how quick. How he has $120 million, all this shit. It was so great. To remind everybody, so the Raiders had a bunch of first-round draft picks because they traded away all their players last year. So they picked Clellan Farrell from Clemson fourth. They picked Josh Jacobs, the running back out of Alabama, for twenty at 24. And then they picked Jonathan Abrams, the uh, safety that we're talking about, at 27. So just kind of giving you a sense of who these characters are. Yeah, and he's just talking the most shit to Derek Carr about how rich he is and how if he had $120 oh, yeah. million, dollars, my kids aren't going to work. He's like, I haven't eaten in like two days of getting ready for this. Yeah, I'm going to get the filet mignon. I want everything on the menu. Is it the salmon or the salmon? It was really funny. Salmon? Yeah. He was saying some big shit. Then we get our first day in pads. Uh, someone called g Easy as it practice. Brad has told me that he is a rapper of some acclaim. It's the first time that I've educated Mike on the rap Name game. Name two g Easy songs. I know he does stuff with Akon. Akon and Young Jeezy. That's Young Jeezy, not g Easy. No, it's it's g Easy. Really? I don't think we should have this argument on the air, but yeah. No, you're talk- I think you're talking about Young Jeezy. That's a different rapper than g Easy. Well, g Easy is the white guy. I know that for sure. Well, we saw that. He was identified. They had his name under but his I've face. But I've seen him like at ACL before. That's He's, Young Jeezy. No, I'm talking about G. The Akon song you're thinking of is Young Jeezy, Soul Survival with Sir Soul yeah, Survival. That's the one. Yeah, that's Young Jeezy. That's a black dude. Okay. This is just Young. I don't G- see color, Micah. This guy is just G. Easy. Well, anyway, how old is that song with Akon? Uh, we were in college, right? Yeah, it's that's an old 2009. Okay, hold me accountable for something. 10 well, years maybe ago. a little after that, but yeah, we're. I we're don't know. Spiraling. Yeah, we're spiraling here. I don't know anything about G Easy other than. Uh, here you go. Of he, course, he's a, an American rapper and philanthropist from Oakland, California. Okay, great. I'll tell you one thing about him. He was recognized instantly by our dude Jonathan Abrams, who walked up to him and said, "I heard your track, and I thought you were black." <laughs> so did I. He had no idea that was a white dude on that track, which is funny. Abrams is just ready to talk shit to anybody, and he, I, I he's love one of those no filter people. Where he, he, talks, he just he, starts, he came out and talked shit to his to his own uh, to his own quarterback, his franchise player. Right. You think he cares about some random white running back who or white rapper who's on the field? White running backs basically the same. I think thing, he but. showed the uh, rapper more respect than he did the quarterback personally. Yeah, it's amazing. So there, there's that was the thing with G Easy, Guy Fieri is there. Always good to see Guy. Speaking of mega superstars, yeah, I did love that uh, Richie Incognito is like, that's my guy. That's my guy over there, and he was like, where is he? He's like, and whoever the, the dude talking to him is like, I don't want to point, but he's over there. And it's like you're on the field, dude. You can, and you it's so easy to you could spot Guy Fieri from like a mile and a half away. His like frosted Dude's, tips are like, yeah, yeah, just a big chubby a dude. Beacon. Yeah, he's like the most recognizable human being on earth. Anyway, Guy Fieri's there. That's funny. Then the linemen all go over. They're all excited to go meet his big ass. I, I enjoyed that. Uh, he talked about getting skinny in this heat. It doesn't matter if I cook for you, you'll get skinny. And yeah, then he I, wanted to cook for them all. I stopped and looked, and uh, the the high in Napa this week is 79 degrees. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, oh, fucking brutal. Get the fuck out of here. It's like the most pleasant weather probably on the planet it's right when now. I, it's when I went at Bruce, Ar- Bruce Arthur, who told me about the, how people were passing out due to heat in Canada, and the high was 65. 
It's like, and there's zero humidity. It's such a beautiful place. Yeah, get out of here. I did enjoy that the lineman went over there and talked to Guy. Uh, uh, This is where Antonio Brown says, AB is for afterburners. They show him working again and running past people. Richie Incognito is here, who is a notorious piece of shit, basically. He is the hazer, right? Yeah, he has a long. Out of hi- Miami. He also has a long history of like piece of shit behavior. Yeah, kind of. Uh, but as they mentioned, four of the last five seasons he's played in the NFL, he's made the Pro Bowl. So he's also has a long history of being a very good player. He uh, talks to Antonio Brown, says we're big as fuck up front, which I enjoyed. I did too. Then they showed the seven man sled, and uh, they showed uh, this was a real highlight for me too. They had John Madden talking about the seven man sled. How they used it to knock off their hangovers? Yeah. And uh, the best part about it is they showed a, a John Madden interview from 2000 where he is wearing an incredible starter jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And talking about how tough it is. They showed the Raiders alumni dinner, which I wish we could have gotten more of. Uh, this is a real thing that the Raiders believe in. Like, once you play for the Raiders, you're on the team. You can come to the dinner. And they really, like, take care of guys for life in a way that no other team does. We see Mark Davis and his goofy-ass haircut for the first time. Which I was disappointed. I, I want more Mark Davis. Yeah. You know where Mark Davis works? No. He uh his office is the is a uh see at the bar to PF Chang's. How do you mean? Oh, you well, I'm gonna have to find this article. There's like a long uh profile of him that that's just where he posts up. He sits there and works from the bar at PF Chang's. He day. has the worst hair in America. Yeah. Well behind Donald Trump. And then we see Gruden talking to family members and stuff. Like, Gruden has so much bullshit. He's really, he's talking about how, oh, he married up, and whoa, he's out of his league, and yeah, yeah, yeah. everything he does is the best. He's such a good, well, I mean, he's not the best. He's just so full of shit in the best way. He's got good bullshit. They did do a good job of showing, like, the family aspect of the Raiders, though. Yeah, and that's it. That's, that's the first episode of Hard Knocks. Nice, easy, light. Some good comedy. Yeah, not not the most compelling first no, episode. No, there wasn't but, a lot of action, but like there's some nice slow-mo shots. There's some storyline development, character development. It was good. It was perfect. All right, so now Brad and I are going to pick some games for tonight, but we're not going to give any actual, any actual information about what's happening other than the lines. Brad's going to pick one game. I'm going to take the opposite side, so it doesn't even matter who you take. We'll start with the first game tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time, 6 o'clock Central. The Jets and Giants. It's on the NFL Network, so this is a national game. Anybody can watch this one. We'll pick the national games, I guess. Uh, The Giants are a three-point underdog. This is technically a home game for the Giants, but... I'm taking the Jets. Okay. I'll be on the Giants. I'll take those points. Oh, and Brad and I are going to play... What what do you want to bet on this thing? We're going to pick three games. And uh, the loser's going to have to do something. Let's just get winner. lunch next next week. All right. Lunch is on, on the loser. So I'm on the Giants. Spreads on the Jets. Uh, let's see. What's what's the next one here? Let's uh, Actually, we'll take a, a Thursday and a Friday night game. The, the late Thursday night game, also on NFL Network, is Chargers at Cardinals. Okay. And I'll pick this one. Right. Uh, just for fun. The Cardinals are a three-point favorite at home. I will take. I'll take the Cardinals. Damn, that's who I wanted. Yeah. Do you know what my my strategy here is? I don't. Whoever has the youngest quarterback who is 
I think will have the most likelihood of playing the most downs. That's who I'm taking. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's, that's what I did on. with New York versus New York too. So I am on, I am on the Cardinals. I'm kind of interested to see how Cliff does, even if it is preseason, like their new coach in, in Arizona, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Clifford. KK. Um, okay. I'm, just, I'm curious to see how that all shakes out. We'll see. Should be fun to watch NFL network, 10 o'clock Eastern time, nine o'clock central. Uh, Seven o'clock West Coast, whatever that is, and then let's pick the Friday night game. Also on the NFL Network at seven thirty Eastern, six thirty Central Time. Buccaneers at Steelers. Brad, you get to pick here. Hmm. Buccaneers at Steelers. The Steelers are a two and a half point favorite at home. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Pittsburgh. Okay, I'll ride with the Bucks. Famous Jameis. Let's go get that money. Stealing crabs. The loser buys lunch. We're That's it. I don't Saturday have any. Game? I got nothing. Yeah, there is a Saturday night game too. Should we pick that one? Let's do uh, Cowboys San Fran. Okay. Yeah, that's the other game on NFL Network. Nine o'clock Eastern Saturday, eight o'clock Central. It's your pick. You know boy. I'm riding with the boys. They are a four and a half point dog at in San Francisco. Give me the points and give me the Cowboys. Jimmy G's going to charm the pants off you. How boys. about them Cowboys? You got Zeke? Nope. No. Who needs Zeke? I do. In the preseason, don't get hurt. Please, um, please come back. Yes, we need you. I think that's it, Brad. I think that's it, and that's all. We may or may not be able to record tomorrow, so we at least brought you some Thursday content, and uh, we'll be back. We got a lot of stuff. Follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. And if you uh, if you enjoy the show and you want to support us in uh, some way, big or small, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash backdoor. Anything else we need to, to be plugging here, Brad? Nah, that's it, and that's all. Check out the uh, 365 Things Austin podcast if you're looking for things to do in Austin this weekend. And, of course, the Buttercut new episode dropped yesterday. It was lit. Yeah. It's the playoffs. The playoffs are here, so, you know. Tiger's blowing up like... Mm. Oh, yeah, things are not going well for Tiger today. He's not doing great. All right, that's it. That's all. See you next time. Absolutely. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>